This last week I was in West Virginia attending a retreat for the Ministry Development Cohort. And while I was there, on Monday, my phone buzzed in my pocket and it was the news alert telling me what happened in Boston. My brain went to, my God, not again. Five months after Newtown, we've been hit with another tragedy. What is happening in this world? And I had, believe it or not, had done my sermon for today a week ahead of time. That's what I get for being on the ball. <laughs> Needless to say, that sermon's out the window. And while I was there, I saw the news and I said, I need to get away. And where this retreat center is, it's on a bunch of farmland. And so I went out and spent some time in quiet and prayer. And I couldn't get my mind to stop being angry. I wanted to know why. I wanted to know why these two people could create this much devastation to fellow human beings. But then I started thinking of the gospel. I know my sheep, and my sheep hear my voice. And instantly I said, there's no way that the people who did this could be sheep. Absolutely not. But yet they are. The two men who perpetuated this are still children of God. And I couldn't reconcile that. I watched the images <clears throat> on TV and I was amazed by what I saw. I was amazed to see that a group of people who didn't even know who each other were black, white, Christian, Jewish, Islam, what have you. That didn't matter. But they all came to each other's need. And that really made me get to think, we spoke a common language that day. And that common language is we are scared. But we love one another, so we are going to serve one another. What a powerful metaphor. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday in some traditions. And I always wondered why Jesus wanted to be a shepherd. Why use that image? Shepherds in those days were not the most respected. They would usually lie and steal. They would take their sheep in the middle of the night to somebody else's field so they could eat and graze. And yet Jesus wanted to be a shepherd? But then I started digging a little bit more in it and started looking at what exactly do shepherds do? Shepherds protect. Shepherds make sure that their sheep have what they need. And when the sheep go astray, they use that hook to ring them back in. And for me, that's the imagery of the shepherd. The shepherd we hold true is Christ. But again, what about those times where we feel division in the flock? What does the shepherd do? The shepherd brings us back in, reminds us that we are all still sheep. And we are called 
to not only leave that up to the shepherd, but we ourselves are shepherds of each other. We are in community with one another. We need to care for one another. We need to love one another. We need to serve one another. That's what we saw in the aftermath of the Boston explosions. We have become stewards of one another. Tomorrow also is Earth Day, where we remember how we are called to be stewards to the creation that God has given us. But how are we being stewards of the creation of human being to one another? How are we looking at our brother and our sister and saying, how can we help you? How can we be with you? How can we walk with you? And what about those times where the person we need to reach out to is somebody we just don't agree with? I made the mistake of when I got to the airport on Thursday of reading Facebook. And while I was there, I have a very diverse group of friends I will share with you. And all I saw was this, if we would have had, if more people had guns, this wouldn't have happened. And then I saw in the next line, well, see, this is the call for gun control. What happened? Four days ago, we were the same flock. We were loving each other. We were caring for each other. We put all that stuff aside, and we spoke the language of love. And four days later, we were back. Why is it that it takes crisis in order to remind us to serve one another? Why is it? And I wish I could come here this morning and tell you that I had the answer. But I don't. There are times in our lives in the midst of the chaos and the terror and the tragedy that we sometimes question, where is God in this? Why did God allow this to happen? And to be honest with you, I don't know. But I do know one thing. I believe in a God of love. I believe in a God who will be there for me. And I hold on to that resurrection of Christ. And in the midst of the darkest night, we hold on to that resurrection. And we know that this isn't the end. There's a psalm that I have held on to for many years. And I offer it to you this morning. It's a psalm that when I am in these places of fear and scared, I go to. And when I was a youth director, I used to teach this to the kids I used to work with. And it goes, Surely it is God who saves me. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord is my stronghold and my sure defense. And he will be my savior. We are a scared people. 
We're trying to process all these tragedies that have happened. We've had the bombings in Boston. We've had the explosion in Texas, the earthquake in China. I don't know about you, but I'm scared. But I know, and I believe in the resurrection. And I trust that surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. For the Lord is my stronghold and my sure defense. And he will be my savior. May we continue to see Christ in one another and strive for justice and most of all, strive for peace. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace and we hope to greet you in person very soon.